Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Prologue, September 11th. Um... So, uh, I wrote this in sixth grade. I was 11 years old. Uh, I, I think this is my first, like, or my second, like, full length book. The first one's been lost to time. Um, that one is called Swordmaster. And it was just. Why are we not reading Swordmaster? That's not a much <laughs> I don't have title. it. I don't have it. Um, so, so Rupture was the, the first of a planned trilogy of three books. They were going to be Rupture, Fracture, and Fisher. Since they they had like they all kind of fit thematically, you don't want to eat the mic there a little bit, uh, so you can scoot it towards well, you if you want to lean. Newt's back. always been kind of a one word title man. I I, <laughs> I personally don't like them. They're just easier, I guess, uh, because like all of them kind of mean like breaking up. But all of those do mean those but, things: rupture, fracture, and fissure. Yeah, and they all end the same way. That's like that's a good trilogy, like you know nomenclature i suppose but they all mean the same thing there's like in trilogies there's usually a progression of like one two three you know something that's bigger this it's just synonyms for the same word every time a fisher i think is like like that's big right like you wouldn't say oh i have a fisher in my leg because that would mean your leg is like off right (laughs) there are anal fissures though that's a thing that can happen that is a thing that can happen Is that PG thirteen? I think that one. Does, right? As long as they don't Google it afterwards, uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read my little intro, and then if we need to cut that intro with stuff we've already said, that's fine. But I just want to have it said so we can use it. Hello, <laughs> and uh, welcome to to stay buried. I think that's what we're calling it. Stay buried. Uh, my name is Newton Holt, uh, and unfortunately, this whole thing was my idea. In this podcast, my friends and I are going to crack open a book I wrote in sixth grade. It's been sitting in my closet in this honking blue binder, 252 pages, double space, size 14, Times New Roman. At this point, I don't remember much about it other than uh, it being like a traumatizing factor in my life. (laughs) Uh, And then I used it for an assignment at one point. Um, So I wrote it in sixth grade. Uh, The big like traumatizing moment that I can think of is like my parents had a party uh, at the house and I had like just printed off the book. Pages were still warm and everything slapped it in that giant blue binder that I've got there. Uh, And I went to the back porch where like my parents and a couple other adults were sort of congregating and talking and I handed it (laughs) to one of them. And I used to have, uh, can you hand me the binder real quick? Um, uh, I won't name who it was. Um, Mackenzie, you know him. Uh, I'll tell you off air. Uh, but 
I handed it to somebody that works with my parents and there used to be a, um, a blurb in the back. Like I wrote, I wrote like a, like a little tease of the book. Um, and he read that out loud and just started laughing. (laughs) And I was so like deeply ashamed that I like didn't write again for like two years. (laughs) Um, and I even had a like spine, uh, like title, but I was so embarrassed and like just angry, like ripping it up, uh, that, and I couldn't get it out, so I just shoved it in. So that's why there's this little like <laughs> glob here at the bottom of the spine. It's I couldn't. That's I was so the original ashamed. binder. This is it. Yeah, no. Oh my I was God. so ashamed of it that I wanted to get rid of it, but I couldn't pull out the spine. So I just got like a spoon or something and shoved it in. Um, yeah, no. This so is you just original. like walked up to these people, said here, and uh, <laughs> they read the back, and then you just ran away crying. Is that how? Like, what exactly? How'd that go? No, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. they laughed because it was like a serious moment of the. It was like the villain to the the dark lord of this story. His name is Genghis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, he was the villain, uh, and it was him saying like, uh, "If you want to get something done, don't use darkness." use fire and 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 so they started laughing about it i think he like even kind of repeated the quote you know i was just so traumatized by it that i just like i'm just gonna have this back oh you you snatched it back before you went away okay (laughs) never mind yeah no i was um i was ashamed and then yeah like i said i didn't i think i didn't write until like eighth grade um this almost killed your creative uh okay um yeah and now it's gonna do it again it's gonna do it again how long did it take you to write this like i probably wrote over the course of like three or four months okay it's i mean it it being 252 pages is inflated by the size 14 double space it looks massive um so it isn't as big as it looks but I'd still say it's probably like 60,000 words. So which it, is... was he right to judge the book by its cover? Yes. <laughs> Although, pretty proud of the font choice. I uh, is right. this the original like copy of it? Um, like you put I, the weird scrolls on yeah, the page I was gonna numbers? Yeah, going to point that out. Right. Yes. Okay. So for the listeners at home, uh, there are the page numbers are in little scrolls uh, at the bottom of the page. Uh, I, I don't. I didn't. I did not change the font of the number, so it is very clearly like Arial. Uh, but yeah, no, it was enhancing the fantasy. Um, don't don't look too hard. But on on page six, I do have me practicing my autograph <laughs> at the bottom of the page. Oh. You thought you were gonna make it big? Oh yeah, no. Yeah. This is. Uh, I I still got hope. All right, but anyway, so I, I'm joined by uh, some of my best friends. Aw. Uh, who are here, uh, who are more than happy to, to roast me, my 11-year-old idiot self um, and probably also my 23-year-old idiot self. So uh, we'll just have people introduce themselves starting here. Start with me. Yeah. Uh, my name is Nick. Um, I work with Nude at Pekin Community High School. We're both English teachers, and uh, we also run the drama department there. Yeah. Uh, my name is Zach, and I work somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Kevin, a friend of Nude's from high school. So is Zach. Uh, my name's Elijah. I have a face for radio and a voice for print. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, then, then we'll uh, dive into it. So, prologue. September 11th. <laughs> Starting strong. Starting strong. On Earth, that day didn't seem any different than any other day. day. 
It started like it was going to be an average day in the town of New York. My favorite town. <laughs> <laughs> I, town of New York. <laughs> it's it's it sound like a little quaint village, you know? Like, <laughs> the town of New York. <laughs> an average day. Uh, in fact, that particular day started with the chirping of happy birds and the shouts of... <laughs> And the shouts of happy school children. It started, it started with, the with the cloudless sky, sky and warm, and warm spring, spring air. air. But in the world of Gale, things were just the opposite. It seemed like every other day, though. It started with the dying breaths of many creatures and the screams of children still in school. <laughs> it started with the black sky, like always, and the freezing winter air. You got a good <laughs> characterization of Gale already. I feel like she's a really happy, uplifting person. No, Gale's a world. Gale's a world. Wait, oh, not a person. Wait, yeah. Gale's... Wait, wait, wait. So it's the world of Gale, yeah. not Earth. So, But it is the town of New York. <laughs> no, 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 no. World, yes. It's but like in that. the world of Gale... Try to keep up. It's a very complicated... So, yeah. in, the world, in the world of Gale, September 11th is in winter, canonically. Ah. <laughs> it's like it's like the exact opposite? Is that what we're... It's just shifted. Like, winter starts in September. Yeah, so I guess I should explain. So, the general concept of the, of the story, going into it, is that there's two worlds, Earth and Gale, and they are separated oh. by this thing called the Rupture. You're capitalizing on the Xbox 360 game, Two Worlds, of course. Right. The Skyrim killer. Also, there's a there's a book series called Into the Divide that is almost literally just this story. And I read it, but I can't remember if I read it before or after I wrote this. And they're very different, but but there is that general idea that there's two worlds. And the idea is that this uh, Joe, who's this main character, and his friends get sucked into Gale, uh, which is mostly like this fantastical world. And the villain there is hoping to merge the two worlds into one, uh, like they were back in the olden days. When that, when the olden days were, I know is a point of contention throughout the story, um, as early as the 1700s. So I, I didn't have a great grasp of history. So that's. Earth and Gale okay. are the two worlds. What exactly were your impressions of New York at this time? Um, <laughs> that particular day started with the chirping of happy birds and shouts of happy school children. No ambulances or police. Homeless people asking for change. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I guess I had only seen like the Barney version of New York up to that point and Sesame Street. and At the rate we're going so far, this book is going to last us like 300 episodes. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, okay, I'll get back into it. It started with the black sky, like always, in the freezing winter air. Also, on this particular day, September 11th, the Council of Elders was gathering. On this particular day was 9-11. I might have gotten lost if you had clarified that. I'm really glad that you're... Yeah. I don't think I realized at the time that 9-11 was called 9-11 because it's September 11. <laughs> it was just this thing. It was just... It was... What is 9-11? <laughs> is this September 11, 2001? Yeah, this is... Can I... Okay. Sorry, yeah, this is... Okay. Um, it's not specified. No, but... no, see, 9-11 is the event. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I'm... Okay. Yeah. So for the listeners at home, the first time it mentions it says September 11, and then the, the second is nine hi, or, uh, backslash 11. Uh, the event. As if that's a different thing. 
the forward slash. Okay, okay. Uh, sorry, slash. forward slash. So this council of elders, this is happening in in Gale, Gale right? Yes. We're not talking <laughs> about like the Taliban council of elders. No. This is like some <laughs> like dark, similarly dark evil organization. Yeah, unlike okay. the Taliban. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> the council was bickering as they waited for their leader, their king, Lord Genghis. They shouted curses and foul lines as they impatiently sat. Wait, there he is, shouted Near Four, the lord of the nymphs. He pointed a slimy finger toward the hall. The lord of the gales stepped into the room, greeted by curses in his name. Brawls were already starting to gather on the floor. Silence, he boomed, and all the lords of the realm returned into their seats. Genghis let out a sigh of depression. <sighs> Let us begin. Depression. <laughs> why, is, why is everybody already cursing? Why, why are they so... They're not... They're evil. Evil people curse. That's a well-known fact. Curse is in his name. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Hell yeah, Genghis is here. <laughs> Let us begin. He dwarf lord Juno jumped up in his chair. My lord, our bright city is crumbling. We need extra supplies, extra money, we need. <laughs> oh, you forgot how to write Juno halfway through writing him. I'm picturing the Genghis is like disheveled. He hasn't shaved in like four days, you know, like just coming in half awake. He's got droopy eyes. <laughs> yeah, my god. He's been crying all night from his depression. <laughs> and then freaking Juno just comes out of nowhere. We need... Extra money we need. I think his we wife need. like just left him a couple days ago. Took the kids, you know. <laughs> to clarify, I just so we all are the same age. I don't think his sigh of depression was like eleven-year-old Newt did not have like a grasp on depression. I think that just meant he was annoyed. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe just the way Juno is talking. I'm gonna assume he's doing like a little jig the entire time he's speaking. <laughs> it's a little leprechaun. I don't know. <laughs> Out, great city. <laughs> Genghis smiled oh, inwardly. Do these fools actually think he would give them money? Ha! Near four jumped up, holding his scaled hand into the air. My lord, my wonderful lord, the nymphs, my people, need recourses to ward off the sharks. They are coming in by the dozens. I'm sorry, where do they live exactly? How are sharks just... Wait, what? All right. Is this a harbor town? Yeah, <laughs> I think nymphs are basically straight up Zoras from Zelda, okay. if I had to guess. What is a Zora? From, from it's Zelda, a fish person. Like a fish people. Oh, fish person. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. They're they're water nymphs, but they're like basically Zoras, very okay. scaly and fishy, and got webbed feet. <laughs> now, is recourse? Do you think that was supposed to be resources, or are they owed something? <laughs> we need what we are owed. I think. I think they need resources. I just okay. that's way too big of a word to uh, <laughs> to put on eleven year old Newt. Right. No, I understand. You need resources to ward off sharks. I mean, you can't just. Well, it definitely. It, we haven't gotten the there yet, but the next line does correctly spell resources. So I, I assume <laughs> one of those is right. The nymphs have neither neither war reparations from the sharks. <laughs> Sharks are just swarming in. We're making spinoff novels as we're going. We're giving you more material. Yeah, once we once we end this podcast, the next podcast will be writing the other writing. three books. 
My lord, my wonderful lord, the nymphs, my people, need recourses to ward off the sharks. They are coming in by the dozens. Kingus turned to another representative. Does anyone else need resources? Dozens of hands jumped up, and Gingus called to one randomly. Yes, Lord of the Goblins. The goblin gave him a large, toothy grin. <clears throat> My lord, we need weapons. Gingus smiled. Yes, our funds will now be given to the goblins, rightful owners of my gold. Wait, is this explained? <laughs> the goblins own Genghis's gold? This is very confusing. There's a lot of world building happening <laughs> right here. It's just okay. like Harry Potter, do they run the bank? <laughs> no, I don't think... I don't think so. That's kind of no. racist. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's just how Harry Potter is, dude. A racial subtext here. <laughs> the goblins are just, they're like, they're like Lord of the Rings style goblins, but they can, they're a bit more intelligent. Um, and, but they're bad. They're, they're functionally like the hyenas of, of uh, Lion, King? Uh, Lion King, right? Because they also own the gold in, in Lion King, right? That's the <laughs> no, goblin. they don't have any gold. And then Genghis says, I'm going to give them my gold to make weapons. He's like militarizing instead of helping out like the nymphs who are being just overrun by sharks. By the dozens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We'll move on. Hopefully it'll explain a bit more. Um, yeah, I hope. <laughs> rightful owners of my gold. There was an outburst. What? You can't give them our funds. Yes, you can't. They just want weapons. We need tools and recourses. <laughs> yeah. We need those recourses. We need what we are owed. Genghis placed his fingers to his temples and moaned. <laughs> They're bloodthirsty beings. Yeah, they don't care for anything except war. Genghis had enough. Quiet. The shouting ceased. Is that the sharks or the goblins that care about war? The goblins. Oh, care okay. About war. Well, I'm sure sharks, sharks also care about war. They're, they're invading the nymphs, but <laughs> just because they're, they're not food. part of this council, they don't have a seat at the table because of the sharks. Genghis spat on the ground and drew a blade. My lord, near four said sheepishly. Genghis smiled and strode forward. He put the blade to the nymph's neck. My lord, he shouted his final words. Genghis turned to the other council members. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to read the rest. I'm going to read the rest, and then we'll talk about it, okay? I'll try to continue Genghis myself. turned to the other council members. Anyone else? He hissed. The goblins whooped at the killing, and the others shuddered in fear. No, no, no! Followed by the goblins chanting, Yes, yes, yes! They laughed. Then, at that very second, an explosion rocked the hall. Genghis smiled as his bomb worked. That very second, every council member died in an instant. That very second, the World Trade Center crumpled to the ground in a lifeless heap. I always knew it was really goblins and not the Taliban. That was... The World Trade Center itself. <laughs> the World Trade Center, like, just died. <laughs> oh, man. My 11-year-old Newt was not sensitive enough to write this. <laughs> And this was what, 12 years ago? So 2008? So it was still <laughs> kind of fresh. Oh, no. Will the connection between the sharks attacking and the World Trade Center being bombed ever, like, will that. So, I, so <laughs> what I think is happening here is the, the, you don't know? the events of Gale and Earth are like mirrored. somewhat like mirrored. 
So something really bad happening in Earth or... Wait, wait, no, stop, stop. <laughs> Think about it. Take a step back. Are you, say, are you saying the World Trade Center was a bombing and not an airplane? Like no, goblins? I think he was trying to say that when something bad happens in Gale, something good happens in on Earth. Hold on. Because it's mirrored, right? No, it's not mirrored. Sorry. Well, because, right, like everything's happy and nice in New York Town. And <laughs> oh, things shit. are super dark and gloomy. In and I mean, in Gale. theory, a bunch oh. of like horrible people just got murdered, right? I don't think they're bad people. No? I think, okay. Wait, are you talking about 9-11 or are you talking no, about... No, 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 I'm not talking about 9-11, I'm talking about Gale. Bad people? What? All the goblins and nymphs. If I had to guess, I'd say the goblins didn't die, because otherwise, what the heck is going on? Because I think... <laughs> otherwise, it makes sense. The prologue is just meant to hook you in, right? <laughs> right. Sure. Oh, I'm hooked, <laughs> yeah, I'm hooked. <laughs> I'm in. 100%. So, so I think every council member member died in an instant. That would include the goblins. I guess, yeah. I guess oh. it would. Yeah, no, that's how I I interpreted. So yes, I guess the go the goblins were bad, but the nymphs are near four is a good guy. Okay, was yes. Man, you killed off near four real quick. You had one of the best names I've ever seen in a fantasy novel, and he's Dude, just dead. It's gonna get way worse. Let me tell you. <laughs> I like, to, um, I like to think that when you were writing this, you know, obviously, like, all the fantasy novels, like, combined into one, but also, like, there's, some, like, a YouTube, like, conspiracy theory binge somewhere in there <laughs> right before you started writing. Like, yeah, yeah. Jet fuel can't melt steel beans. What can? Goblin blood. <laughs> so, what did we learn? So, uh, we're here at the end of the prologue. What What are some facts that we know about this story that, that's been established? In the town of New York, 9-11 has occurred. Uh, Gale is super racist. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sharks are just evil killing machines. Sharks. You know, when you were a kid, you know, what were you worried about? You were a quicksand, sharks. <laughs> and 9-11. <laughs> is there quicksand later on in the story? No, there's there's a lot. So the, the structure of the story is very, very video gamey. Basically, like, the kids have to collect ten artifacts to get through, and each artifact comes with, like, a boss battle. <laughs> so so we're getting ready, and some bosses are not good. Is there a um, boss battle in every chapter? No, 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 no. no. But the, it builds to them uh, organically. You know? <laughs> I wouldn't rush that. <laughs> I also want to point out, we've interrupted, in, in the... Three and a half pages we've read so far. We've interrupted the narration about 16 times. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to interrupt a lot. I'm not going to okay. contain myself. That's okay. We're, we're, at the, uh, we're already at the half hour mark, it looks like, in this podcast. We've read four and a half pages. Or three and a half um, pages. Okay, so so what I'm seeing... So the the villain of this that's clearly being set up is Genghis. The, their king, Lord Genghis, uh, who is the Dark Lord of this world... He has some I, like I don't remember everything about this book. I remember some things, but ultimately, like I don't remember anything about Genghis. So I think he's like he's a king. So he's allocating resources, has a bit of pageantry with it, and then just blows everybody just kills up. Kills everybody. <laughs> so, so he he he's a bad guy, is what you're saying. I, I well, I, I am saying is that his actions inadvertently or intentionally led to 9-11 okay did you so, get the vibe that he was a bad guy is that, i got that vibe yeah i got that general vibe that he, i mean 
He didn't. Have, he didn't have the slimy finger, did he? That was that was That's a guy. No, no, that was near four. <laughs> you said near four was a good guy, but guy, good guys don't have slimy fingers. Yes, they do. I mean, there's I mean, good guys don't. Yeah, they do. Gail, let's make their things reverse. Do you, good guys beg to the dark lord for resources? <laughs> yeah. If know. he's their kid, I mean, yeah, right. Like, like, not to get political, <laughs> but like both parties ask the president whether they agree with him or not for. To sign bills to, to pass legislation. Both parties are the bad guys in this scenario. He's I'm writing. Bad. I'm writing my. Fan I don't think we talked already. about the dwarf lord Juno enough. A <laughs> uh, great symbol is crumbling. We need more supplies. Like, like, why is the city crumbling? What's happening? There? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that never gets explained. Well, extra you, we money we need. Extra money we need. That's what it says. <laughs> But too bad because the uh, I guess the goblins are the rightful owners of the money. <laughs> but then they, I, I, I have to believe that they didn't blow up. Like I gotta believe the goblins? that. They, I mean, they clearly do. But okay, also, so like, I'm why thinking, would I do this? These guys are at a round table, right? Like, yeah, yeah, round, round table, table right? yeah, council. Yeah. yeah. So he like positioned the bomb that only like. Three quarters of the table blew up. <laughs> I'm just saying, why would I write the scene of people I, just to show he would kill so my, them all? My, th- my thought is that's a red herring. You think, oh, this is going to be a story about Genghis and his corruption, corrupt, yeah, 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 with the goblins. But really, it's just Genghis wants to kill everybody, just like Taliban wanted to kill everybody. Right? You, did we address this yet? Why did Genghis not die in the explosion? We don't know he's that like, he didn't die, I think right? He's, he's like a member a, of the council, uh, technically. Okay. He, I think he's some kind of like special being. Like I don't remember what. Is he not he, like a he god? Not look like a human. Real high defense stat, though. He hasn't been described yet. I'm sure he will be described. So I'm definitely thinking of Genghis Kong sending up here with a dwarf. Do you think Genghis Kong? Kong. Okay. <laughs> Genghis Kong, the the extra member of the DK crew. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, you got I tiny, do it. lanky, and <laughs> Just for the record, I do have the 9/11 uh, Wikipedia pulled up here in case we need any information about <laughs> no, it. Does it can you control F record. Goblin? <laughs> or Genghis? In no general. results. No results. All right, then clearly it hasn't been updated recently with this these new, uh, new facts. facts that have come to light. I'm hooked. Okay. I can't yeah. wait. Let's, Let's go. go. Chapter All right. One. Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye.